Welcome, weary travelers, to the great big universe of Excess Press. This is a weekly podcast to bring you the news of the Disney theme parks and resorts. Witness for yourselves the wonders of Excess Press. And now, let's begin. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Excess Press. My name is Matt, and I'm the host of this Disney Theme Parks News Podcast, and this is episode 62 for the week of April 14th, 2019. Well, I am back. I, I, I was in London this past week. I uh, had a lot of episodes out for you guys. I hope you guys enjoyed Giovanni's quick little trip report. Uh, I know he, he definitely had a lot of fun doing that, but uh, I'm not alone today. I am with Katie. Katie, welcome. Hey, thank you. No problem, no problem. Glad uh, it's good to be back. It's uh, I'm still a little tired, and I'm definitely not ready to t- kind of get back into the swing of things of doing this just yet. But uh, it's it feels good. So. Yeah, well, we're glad to have you back. Yeah. So how you been? You been doing all right? Yeah, I've been pretty good. Nothing too crazy going around here. No. Been pretty normal. Have you been following the uh, Star Wars celebration this this past weekend? A little bit, not too much, but I really didn't hear anything uh, that blew my mind, so it wasn't too crazy. Yeah, no, it wasn't, uh, yeah, apparently, we're going to get to it in a bit, but yeah, there really wasn't a lot coming out of Star Wars Celebration, which was a little surprising, so. But yeah, um, but yeah, I just want to talk about uh, London really quick, because if if you guys haven't gone at all, it's fantastic. Uh, I actually, I had to hit up the Disney store while I was there. Um, I need to make sure that uh, I got in to see if there's anything different over over there, and for the most part, it's pretty much the same. Um, nothing, nothing too special <laughs> about it. They had some cool specialty merchandise, though. Uh, they had like Mickey and Minnie dressed up as like the king and queen. Um, but yeah, it was cool. Have you have you been to London? No, I haven't. I've actually never been out of the states, so it's it's on my list. I'll get there eventually, hopefully sooner than later. Okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm actually kind of excited to see. Or to compare it to United Kingdom over in Epcot now? Yeah. Yeah. It's, I mean, what's crazy is because I've, I've only been out of the country once. I've been to Spain before, but going to England was different because I feel like the, just all the architecture is just, just it feels so old because it's crazy because mm-hmm. it's like thousands, I mean, not thousands of euros, hundreds or whatever, but like compared to the United States, it's like we're nothing compared to, right. to that. So Exactly. Yeah, it was just really cool seeing all the, the architecture over there, but... Yeah, that's really neat. I can't wait to see it one day. Yeah, yeah, so it's it's good to be back, though, so... Yes! But, alright, let's kind of, uh, let's kind of get jumping into this. So, yeah, as we mentioned before, uh, Star Wars Celebration was this weekend, and I was hoping for some more, like, information to come out for Star Wars Galaxy's Edge in the new land, but... Pretty surprisingly, there wasn't a lot of new information. Um, I was trying to watch the the parks, so they had a whole panel yesterday talking about the new land, and I was get kind of getting ready because I actually went to Long Island yesterday to go visit family, so I was like 
coming in, I was going in and out of the stream, uh, watching it, and every time I had it on, there wasn't anything new, and like, there wasn't any new information, like, they had some skit with Josh Gad trying to get into Galaxy's Edge, it was actually, <laughs> it was actually pretty funny, but it was, I was expecting him to go in and give, like, a tour, because he, he was setting up saying, all right, we're gonna go into Galaxy's Edge and check it out, and then it was a whole skit about him not being able to get in. To, oh gosh! So I was like, "Oh, that was." Uh, it, it, to be honest, it was funny, but it it didn't. We didn't go in. He just they ended the skit and they brought him out on the stage. I'm like, "Oh, okay, that's a little upsetting that we're not gonna. He's not gonna actually give us a tour." But <laughs> um, but again, I didn't watch the whole thing. But there wasn't any new information. I I, I looked on different uh, blog websites to see if anything was announced, and the only thing that was new was they announced that. Uh, they were, are working with Coca-Cola, and they are making specialty Coke bottles uh, for the new land. So, did you see the photo of these? Yeah, I did. I saw a couple pictures of them. They look pretty cool. They look very Star Wars themed, but yeah, they they're kind of funny looking. <laughs> yeah, they're they're super neat. So there's an image out there. Where it's actually up on our Instagram. Uh, you could check us out, XS Press Podcast on Instagram. I posted the photo of it and. They're yeah, they're super neat. They have a photo of the Coke bottle, Diet Coke, Sprite, and then Dasani water. Um, so this is they've always, Disney has always dealt with Coca Cola, so nothing new there. Uh, but actually, a lot of people are, are upset because Disney has always touted the new land that it's going to be an all immersive environment. That when you go in, you're going to be you're going to be in Star Wars, and there's not going to be a lot of branded um, merchandise or anything like that. So when people saw these bottles, they were a little upset because, I mean, technically, they yes, they are Coca-Cola. They have, like, the same kind of coloring, but the bottle's design is it's actually super neat. And the language is written in Arabesh, uh, I believe that's how you say it. So it's the language in, that's going to be spoken over at Galaxy's Edge. So it's written in a different language, but I guess people are just really upset because they have a little bit of this branding on it. But I, I personally don't care. I think they made the bottles different enough where I kind of want all of them as like collector's items. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. That was my first thought. Like, oh man, I want every single one. Yeah, yeah. So same. Like, I actually really want to take one home and collect it because, like, these are these are bottles you can't get anywhere else in the world. Mm -hmm. um, so, but I mean, what are your what are your opinions on that? What do you think? Are are you upset over over that? But I know some people. Yeah, they were no, just kind of mad. no, I'm not upset at all. <laughs> I think that would be a very silly thing to get upset about. I mean, I understand that you want it to be immersive, but at the same time, it is a another like globally recognized brand, Coca Cola. So. I don't think there's much that they could do to make it anything other than, you know, Coca-Cola, you know? So I, I think they're cool enough. I think they're different enough that, um, you know, they, they definitely stand out as something unique to that area. And yeah, like you said, I, they look like collector's items, honestly, and they, and they probably could be, um, cause you're right. They're not going to be sold anywhere else. I don't know. I'm not upset. I think it's cute. I think they're fun. They're different. It's something, it's something that they it's such a little change but it makes such a difference into the land i think yeah definitely and i i guarantee that once these these the land opens and the coke bottles come out you're gonna see them go up on ebay because people mm -hmm. that can't make it to walt disney world the disneyland are going to want these because they're they are very unique to the star wars language because they again they have the arabesque on them 
And uh, yeah, people are going to want these things. Mm -hmm. And there's even, I mean, I'm sure there's Coca-Cola collectors too out there who have all of the different Coca-Cola memorabilia who are going to desperately try to get their hands on these too. So yeah, no, totally agreed. But yeah, that, that was pretty much all the news that had come out uh, from Star Wars Celebration for Galaxy's Edge. Again, a little disappointing. I was uh, expecting a lot more. Um, they uh, they did have a booth set up, though, uh, giving like different tours of Galaxy's Edge. So there's a lot of uh, photos out on the internet you can find of people taking photos of the booths. Um, because they have a lot of the merchandise that's going to be sold out there. Mm-hmm. They had that set up. But they also gave us the first look of the ride to the uh, Rise of the Resistance ride vehicle. So they had like a full-scale ride vehicle there. So it has like a... Dr- Did you see this at all? No, I haven't seen that. Okay. Yeah, it's super neat. I posted it up on uh, the on our Instagram as well. Um, at least I'm pretty sure I did. I feel... <laughs> um, my memories... I, I'm pretty sure I did. But... um. Yeah, so there, there's like a droid in the front, like a a, um, a first order droid, because I think it's supposed to be like a prisoner transport that you're in. So there, I think it had three rows. I have to bring up the photo, but I'm pretty sure it had three rows of like four seats each, uh, and then there's like a lap bar that kind of gets pulled down in front of you. So the yeah, the vehicle looks pretty awesome. I mean, it seems uh, pretty standard for the trackless ride vehicles that we've kind of seen in the past for other rides, but. Uh, but yeah, that's pretty much all that was new that came out of Star Wars Celebration. So, Alrighty. Yeah, but alright, well, we are going to move on to the second news story of today. Katie, what do we got? Alright, so we are going to hop over to Epcot. Um, so we all know that Illuminations Reflections of Earth is going away. That's been announced for a while now. Um, but they have finally released the dates that it will be ending. So after 20 years of being Illuminations, it will be the last performance on September 30th, 2019. So just in fall here, we have a couple more months. Um, but they also did announce that they are launching two new fireworks show and that will be the first one will be debuting October 1st 2019 and it will be called Epcot Forever so it's going to be an all new uh, limited time spectacle it's going to include fireworks music music lighting lasers choreographed special effects all of that so um, and this is going to be kind of a journey through past present and future Epcot's um, super excited to see what this is going to look like. And it is just a limited time. Um, it doesn't give any end dates, but we know that it will go until at least 2020. Um, it's going to feature a string collection of songs. It'll paint the colorful picture of the park. Um, it's going to take you down memory lane and show you a bunch of things of what Epcot used to be and how it has evolved into what it currently is and all of the new magical possibilities that are to come. I know we've all heard how Epcot is getting a total, total change in the front. Um, lots of cool things coming to Epcot, and I think this show is going to definitely showcase all of that has happened um over the years so pretty excited for this i know there's a lot of people super sad about eliminations ending which i definitely am as well um but i am more on the it's time for something new track i mean it has been there for 20 years it's the longest running nighttime show that i i believe um so i don't know what are your thoughts are you gonna miss eliminations 
Um, not really. I, I mean, I like the show. It's not my favorite nighttime show. I absolutely love the music. I think the mm-hmm. music is great. I will miss that. Um, and even from what I remember, I'm pretty sure... Uh, so Illuminations, it, be- it became to this show right before the new millennium. And I, I think that was only supposed to be temporary. But then it became so popular, they kept it. I'm mm. pretty sure that's what happened. Um, but no, I'm kind of I'm kind of excited to see it go. I'm excited for something new. And I love the old school Epcot music. I mean, I listen to the 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 background loops all the time, and I listen to a lot of the old Epcot ones. And they had a, a nice a nice little promo video that came out with uh, this news article, showcasing how they're kind of working uh, these old uh, soundtracks into like a brand new score for this for this piece. Oh, cool. Yeah, so it, I'm really excited because I really love the music, and uh, I'm kind of, I don't know, I'm, I'm kind of surprised that they're making two shows, they're just not making one, uh, because I don't, maybe, I, I assume this is going to become really popular again, and people are going to be upset when this has to go away in like a year and a half, um, because I can't, yeah. my memory's jogging me of what this second show is, they they kind of vague on details, but they they announce what it is, but it's, I forget what it's called in my memory, do you remember what yeah. it was? No, I don't remember the name. Yeah, I can't either. But, yeah, I was always, I was definitely confused why they're doing two shows as well, um, I guess as a tourist trap kind of thing that they'll want two people to come back for both maybe yeah I well the the 40th is in 2022 right 2022 it opened mm-hmm. up in 1982 yeah. so yeah, i think yeah. that's i think that's when the the new show was going to debut but i mean i feel like i remember when they announced both shows originally i remember liking the sound of this show more the epcot forever where it has mm-hmm. the old music so I don't know, but I mean, they also had some concept art for this and it looks really neat. They have these cool new kites. So in the video, they showed these people on jet skis, like rolling around kites in the air. And these kites like have like lights on them and they kind of float. It's it, it's really cool. neat. Yeah. So we're going to be seeing some new effects. Um, I don't know. I'm really excited for Epcot Forever. So I'm going to miss, uh, I'm not really going to miss Illuminations. Uh, a little bummed out that I'm not going to see it one more time, but hey, I'll I'll live. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm excited because I know you're going in October. I'm going in November, and we'll both be able to see this brand new show. So yes, for sure. Yeah. So I am. So in my May trip, we actually don't have any nighttime plans at Epcot. So I I don't know if I'm going to catch Illuminations one more time, which is kind of a bummer because I really do love Illuminations a whole lot. It's it's definitely up there, like you said, with the music and everything. Um, so I might have to change some plans around to make sure I can at least head into Epcot at nighttime just just to see the show real yeah. quick. But very glad that I already have an October trip planned to see the new show. Yeah, I mean, if you if you're really excited or if you if if you really love um, uh, Illuminations, then maybe check it out. But if you're not, then hey, it is what it is. So yeah. you don't have to change your plans around too much. Yeah, but. true. All right, so let's uh, let's move on. So then we're actually going to hop over to Disneyland pretty quickly. Now, do you know you know about the the Fast Pass system with their Max Pass, correct? Yeah. So you kind of you don't have the you know a couple days before option. You just get there, pay fifteen dollars, I think it was, and then you get a Fast Pass one at a time. Right? Uh, correct. Yeah. You you pay the fifteen bucks. You you book your Fast Passes the day of. 
um and it's it's great uh when i if i if anyone goes to disneyland i highly recommend getting the fast pass it makes life so much easier um but so the new thing is they're actually adding select entertainment to the max pass now so guests can actually make fast passes for world of color over at the california adventure park and the phantasmic uh, nighttime spectacular over at the disneyland park so you didn't you couldn't do this in the past but now you can um and we were just kind of talking about illuminations so my favorite nighttime show out of any of the parks or at least disneyland walt disney world is world of color it is my absolute favorite i love it i think it's there's none that comes even close to it uh so i'm that's kind of cool that you can now do fast pass for it i remember when we went we did like the dining package for it. we ate at carthay circle and then we did the the world of color dining package so that was well worth it but yeah if you're doing max pass now you can actually reserve one of those and i believe you could that's starting uh starting right now so so yeah you said you in the past you haven't been to disneyland correct correct i haven't made my way out there yet um hopefully maybe next year is what i'm kind of thinking about possibly okay. sounds good yeah if you do please please do world of color it's oh yeah it's, it's amazing i've heard incredible things about it so it's yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's just, it's, they have all your favorite Disney characters and movies in there, and just the effects and the music is just fantastic. And sometimes, depending on the year, you're, the time you're going, they might have like a special um, show going on where they add in new things. But yeah, cool. it's really great. So yeah, if you uh, have Max Pass, you can get one of those two options over uh, at uh, the Disneyland Park. You can add those as Fast Passes now. But all right, so we are actually going to head. We have a couple new stories coming from Dizzy's Animal Kingdom. And this next one is actually pretty exciting. Um, at least like one part of it is, is, is really cool. <laughs> so Earth Day is coming up and every year. Um, so Animal Kingdom actually opened up on Earth Day back in 1998. Uh, and last year was the 20th anniversary. So again, Disney's Animal Kingdom is uh, doing another Earth Day celebration, and they are calling it Party for the Planet. And it is a three-day event that is happening from April 20th to April 22nd. Uh, and there's going to be a lot of family-friendly experiences. There's going to be a lot of character, uh, unique character experiences, special entertainment, and of course, uh, commemorative photo opportunities that you can get with your Disney Photo Pass. Uh, you'll be able to meet a lot of animal experts and educators and conservation experts, uh, and uh, you'll see how they, how Disney uh, firsthand cares for the animals and how they work to save endangered species worldwide. Um, so yeah, it, you'll see a lot of things. Uh, there'll be training experiences um, that are specially planned for the party, uh, and you'll have to learn how the keepers care for some of their animals. So we don't have a lot of details on those experiences just yet, but uh, I know they are coming for the party. But there is really one unique experience that I I actually really just want to make a trip just down like for like a quick weekend down for this because this is absolutely amazing uh i don't know if you read into this at all katie but they're having a unique experience called tiffin's talks and it's a special dining experience that is happening on the 20 20th 21st and 22nd from 1 to 3 p.m you you will be able to get to dine with walt disney imagineer joe roadie 
Now, if guys, if you don't know who Joe Rody is, he's pretty much the mind behind Animal Kingdom. He's the guy with the weird uh, ear t- uh, earrings, like the you know the he's got the. Uh, it's like just a bunch of earrings on his earlobe and it kind of just kind of hangs down there but this guy is an absolute genius he's the one that brought us Animal Kingdom and you're you're able to have a conversation with him as he talks about his stories from his travels uh, you get a four course lunch uh, you'll get desserts and beverages um, and the dining package is actually going for $199 plus tax uh, but and space is pretty limited for this, so if you're interested, I would book your ticket right away. But Katie, this is something. Um, if I lived in Orlando, I would have bought this <laughs> ticket in a heartbeat. Um, I mean, what are your what are your thoughts on that? Yeah, it is such an incredible opportunity. Um, the price tag is a little steep for me, so I don't worth know that it, I would worth it though. Really, oh, it's a little steep for me, but it, it sounds super cool like kind of a once in a lifetime opportunity i mean how often can you sit down um and have a four course meal with a disney imagineer well especially so cool especially joe rody i mean this guy is like the cream of the crop like this Mm -hmm. guy like i admire like i admire him so much it's it's crazy from what i know his background actually um i think he was doing like high school plays uh, he was he was like a creative director for like high school plays. I, I I feel like I need to do a fact check on this, but I'm pretty sure this is background. <laughs> he was doing high school plays, and I think someone who worked for Walt Disney saw the creativity that was put into these high school plays, um, and all like all the set designs and stuff like that. And someone was like, "Who is this guy?" They talked to Joe Rody, and they were just like so wowed by him. That's kind of how he oh got his start at Disney. Um, but yeah, I mean, this th- this guy is just an absolute genius. I mean, this is what makes Animal Kingdom my favorite park today is because we talked about it previously on the past few episodes is because of just how immersive it is. Like this guy mm-hmm. traveled to all these areas to get every single detail right. Um, there's a really great special that you can find on YouTube about the making of Expedition Everest and what he kind of did to... Uh, create that ride but yeah this is to me 200 yeah again 200 dollars is steep but it is so worth it for me like i admire this guy so much and i think that'd be just a super cool experience oh yeah for sure i mean hey what just take a quick flight down just go have lunch with him real fast and come right back it'd be easy enough right uh i I mean i could probably find maybe a cheap flight but i don't know how my wife would feel Yeah, especially just getting back from a trip. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We just we just oh, spent man, a good that, amount. That would be really cool. Yeah. So now that's super exciting. So yeah, guys, if you are interested in this, again, this is happening from April twentieth through the twenty second, and space is pretty limited. So if you want to do that, I would hop on tickets now. But all right, so we're gonna move on, and we are staying in Animal Kingdom. Now, this next piece of news, I was a little... I had to reread it through several times to make sure I was understanding this one fully. Um, But last year, this is the first I'm hearing about it, but last year, Animal Kingdom uh, had a tasting sampler. So it's kind of like a a mini food and wine over at Animal Kingdom. There's going to be a lot of new food and beverages at the parks, uh, carts, and kiosks. so we've talked about this uh they kind of did something similar to this over at disneyland and i've talked about this on past shows but pretty much what you can do is you can buy a 50 dollars card that can be used at over 40 uh, outdoor carts and beverage locations throughout the entire animal kingdom 
Uh, and this $50 card doesn't expire. So you, once you buy it, you can use it whenever you want. Um, and the, the, the perk of buying this $50 card is that you actually get a bonus $10 card uh, that you can use at uh, a bunch of the quick service locations uh, after 5 p.m. from uh, April 12th, 12th to April 22nd. And you can use that at Restaurant Osaurus, Pizzafari, uh, Flame Tree Barbecue, and Satuli Canteen. Um, and then again, you could use these at a lot of the different outdoor food and beverage locations. Well, at least only the $50 gift card. Uh, and they listed a bunch of the items they they had Disney had put out all the new items that you can get at the location. I'm not going to kind of run through those, but um, but yeah. So they they it's a tasting sampler. They, there's going to be a lot of new food that you can try out. Um, so Katie, did you did you hear about this at all? No, this is completely new to me, and I had no idea they did anything like this in the past. Um, so I think it, this is only the second year they're doing it, right? Um, I, I, I know they did it last year. I don't know how many years in a row they, they've done yeah, this. I had no idea this was a thing. <laughs> it sounds pretty cool, though. I'm not exactly, like you said, I, I had to read it a couple times trying to figure out what the actual perk was. I guess just the $10 bonus card you can use after 5 p.m. Um, is pretty cool. Yeah, I mean, I think they kind of want to make it where, like, it's designed for people who are, I, I assume, foodies, and they want to kind of mm -hmm. go around and, like, say your objective at Animal Kingdom one day is just to go and try all the different foods, and there there are a lot of unique foods within Animal Kingdom, especially in the different areas and the different lands, uh, and it'd be good for you to get this $50 card, and then, hey, you get a, f a free $10 card as well that you can you can use with it. Mm -hmm. Um I mean, I feel like that's that's a kind of good thing. I feel like I would do this. Uh, it'd, it'd be kind of like a fun thing. It's like, okay, I, yeah. hey, I'm I'm going to spend fifty dollars regardless at food for food today in the park. So why not get an extra ten dollars? So yeah, that's true. Yeah. So the so the ten dollar card again that is that just started uh, on Friday, April twelfth. So as a recording, this is April fourteenth. So you can use that $10 card all the way up until April 22nd. So it's this is only for a limited amount of time. If you want to get that $10 card, you just got to go to offers.disney.com and use code D-A-K-DINE-BONUS. Uh, so this is a digital card that will be sent to your mobile phone once you buy it. And you can use it at any time at the Animal Kingdom Park. But uh, any any last thoughts on that before we kind of move on? No, pretty interested to see if there's any uh, fun, cool, Instagrammable food options out there. So I'm looking forward to see what people think about it. Yeah, I uh, again, the, uh, Disney put out a huge list of uh, the food items. So yeah, check check it out. So, mm -hmm. but all right, Katie, what else we got today? All right, um, let us head over to the resorts a little bit. Um, so. I think we mentioned a couple episodes back that they are doing some updates to Meisner's Lounge and Commander Porter's at the Disney's Grand Floridian Resort. Um, and it has been announced that this new bar and lounge will have a Beauty and the Beast theming to it. Um, so Beauty and the Beast is my all-time favorite, so very excited to see how this is going to be. Um, there's going to be four different areas um, that are going to be uniquely inspired by Belle and the Beast. So the first area is going to be their signature bar, 
It sounds like it's going to have a beautiful gold chandelier that kind of takes on Belle's flowing gold dress um, from the ballroom scene. Um, and then it'll have kind of subtle nods to the magical rose. Um, so that sounds like it's more formal and flowy. Everything like that sounds really fun. Then there's going to be, of course, the library. Um, everyone's dream library room. <laughs> um, it'll showcase the classical Baroque designs and French furnishings. Um, it'll have kind of a couple hints of Beast's friends. I'm sure Cogsworth, Lumiere, and all of those friends will be in the library. And there's also a garden room. So that's going to be more whimsical. It's going to have inspiration from the Enchanted Forest that's around Beast's Castle. Seems a little bit more casual feel almost. And lastly, there is an outdoor area. And that is going to be themed just like Beast's Garden Terrace. Um, so this is going to be so cute. I am very excited to, I haven't seen any photos of it yet. I haven't really looked at to see if anything was out, but it sounds incredible. And, um, I, I had never been to my sister's lounge before. Um, but this sounds, this sounds like I can't miss it. It sounds absolutely stunning. Kind of takes on a, di a little different atmosphere than maybe be our guest does over in magic kingdom so what do you think no super excited for this uh they actually did have some concept imagery uh i believe just of the signature bar but it looks it looks awesome yeah very very excited about this uh you're right we did report it a couple weeks ago and i'm pretty sure it was just a rumor at the time uh but now yeah disney fully announced it uh so it, it is definitely coming I'm I'm really excited for this. Hopefully, it'll draw some of the crowds away from uh, Trader Sam's Gra Grotto. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I, when we did uh, my Disney group planning a few weeks ago with the crowd, I actually told them that we should maybe do a monorail crawl. That might be a lot of fun one night to do. Uh, and now I definitely want to do a monorail crawl because yeah. uh, to see this new lounge because I'm pretty sure they're looking to open it up for fall of 2019. So hopefully by the time that you and I are both there, uh, it will it will be there so super excited to see that uh but yeah have you ever done like a monorail crawl before i haven't um i really don't spend too much time at the resorts usually when i'm down there it's pretty much park from open to close every single day um <laughs> But I mean, I feel like in the past couple years, months even, they're doing a whole lot with the resort. So it's starting to be one of the more um, must-do things or at least try to hit and walk around while they're not just the parks. So I, I definitely would like to do a resort crawl at some point. I think it'd be pretty cool. Yeah, no, definitely. So if, if anyone's curious of how the resort crawl might work or the monorail crawl, uh, it's pretty much you just hop on the monorail at, I would probably start at like Magic Kingdom, then take the Magic Kingdom monorail over to the Contemporary. Then you could stop there and go to like the Wave, grab a drink mm -hmm. over at the Wave. Um, and if you're a DVC member, maybe go up to the top of the world. Uh, I think that's what it's called, the Conservatory, and then take a, you'll be at the top of Bay Lake Tower. And you can grab a drink there or even go to the lounge that's atop of the um, in the California Grill. You can mm -hmm. grab a drink up there. And then once you're done with that, you can head over on the monorail and take that to the Polynesian. Go to Trader Sam's Grotto, grab a drink there. And then you can go to the new Beauty and the Beast Lounge over at Grand Floridian. Uh, you can then grab a drink there. And then if you want to add one more stop that's not on the monorail, you can take a boat over to Wilderness Lodge 
and go to either Geyser Point or uh, Territory Lounge and grab a drink over there. So that is the, the monorail crawl that I am proposing that our, our group does uh, in November. So, uh, yeah, if anyone wants to do that, that's a lot of fun. It's, uh, I mean, it's not, I was going to say it's not free, but you're paying for drinks. But Disney actually does have an official one. Did you know about that? No. Yeah, Disney has an official one that you can do. Uh, I don't have the price in front of me. Uh, I don't know if you want to try to look up the details as I explain it, but yeah, pretty much it's pretty much what I just said. Uh, Disney they they have like a guide that kind of brings you around, at, and at each stop, you can do uh, you can get uh, snacks as well. So it's kind of like a dining experience as well. I don't think you get like full on. F- uh, uh, like meals, but you get like little snacks and appetizers and hors d'oeuvres that you can do, and you grab a drink, and everything is included in one set patch package. So it's really neat. But uh, did you find anything on that or no? I can't see anything official. Okay. It a lot of it is just saying, "Hey, this is what I did." Oh, interesting. Um, okay, no, they they definitely have one. I know. That people have done it in the past. I think it's like maybe like 150 bucks or something like mm-hmm. that. I'll um, as we kind of, uh, Katie, I'll kind of have you go through the next story, yeah. um, and then I'll as as uh, you're talking about that, I'll, I'll look it up see if I can find any official details on that. So, because it might and it might be something that people want to do. But all right, so Katie, cool. there's a there's a one new story I actually just added last minute. Um, yes. Now, I'm not sure if you saw this, but uh, I'll kind of have you go through it. Yep, not a problem. So, over in Disney Springs now, I feel like we're hitting just every little area. <laughs> Heading over yeah. to Disney Springs, there is going to be a new ticket center opening over there. Um, so, you, this is where you can purchase your Disney theme park tickets, make any upgrades if you need to, um, pick up your will call tickets. You can even purchase tickets to special events, you know, like um, Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween Party or Mickey's Christmas Party. Um, this is where you would do all of your ticket purchases um which is kind of cool you wouldn't have to make a trip into the parks to get any of the um ticket centers uh you can also purchase or renew your annual pass here and um purchasing your military salute tickets and upgrades and then of course you can make your disney springs restaurant reservations here um, so this is a pretty cool new thing. I'm sure it's probably probably needed for a lot of locals. That way they wouldn't maybe have to go all the way into the parks um, in order to pick up any tickets. Or even if you're traveling from out of town, you won't have to, if you don't have a park ticket, you know, for day one, if you get in later in the afternoon, you could just head over to Disney Springs and explore the area and get your tickets there. Um, so pretty, pretty cool about that. I don't know where in Disney Springs it's going to be. Did you hear anything about location? Uh, I'm pretty sure it's near the Welcome Center. Yeah, it, it was saying what something I was thinking. about like guest relations and how it's it's near there, uh, so you can do that as well. So yeah, it's good. Like I know a lot of people. Um, so I think our friends who are going, they might be buying regular tickets, but when they're there, they might be upgrading to um, an annual pass because they plan on going for another longer trip next April or mm-hmm. August. So I know a lot of people, they like buy, say, like a six day ticket and then they're like, you know, what? I'm going to be coming back. I'm going to upgrade to an annual pass so you can do that there. Um, so that's, uh, that's, that's one thing you could do. So. Uh, but yeah, so it's, yeah, it just opened. I kind of added it last minute, so I don't have like 
too many details on it. Uh, but yeah, that just opened up. But pretty much, yeah, what you said is is you just buy your tickets there. So yeah. But so yeah, that's that. And so I actually did find out more information um, on the monorail crawl. So nice. The official name is Highway in the Sky Diner Round, um, mm. or maybe it's just Highway in the Sky. Uh, I think it's just Highway in the Sky. So yeah, uh, pretty much like I said, it stops at uh, all of the resorts, the Contemporary, the Polynesian, and the Grand Floridian um, Hotel uh, and Resort. And pretty much it's uh, there's five courses throughout the entire meal, uh, and it's it's hundred and seventy dollars per person. Uh, and it takes you into the wave, so it takes you there. Uh, you know, I, I don't have all these details in front of me, so I don't want to, like, kind of butcher it, but maybe we'll talk about it a bit more. But, yeah, if anyone is interested in this, uh, it's called Highway in the Sky, and you can purchase tickets right on DisneyWorld.com. Uh, and they use it, they have it on select nights. They have it on, like, looks like Mondays, Wednesdays, and Thursdays as I'm looking at the calendar. They actually have it on some, oh, in the summer, they have it on Tuesdays as well. And I'm seeing, uh, but yeah, it's $170 per person, but you get a lot of food and, and drink and stuff like that. And I heard it's fantastic. I've seen some reviews on it and I heard it's really great. So, but, uh, yeah, so that is the highway in the sky, but, um, all right. So we have one last news story and then I think we'll have time for one question today. Uh, all right. So the last new one, I'm actually, uh, not bummed about, but I completely understand. So if you if you're like me and you like to have uh, deliveries of groceries or like packages to your room, it is not complimentary anymore. So, if there is now at the the Walt Disney World Resort hotels, there is a six dollar service fee that you will be charged if you request your grocery order or package to be delivered to your room. Now, I actually use this uh, every trip that I go to because we're usually always staying in a DVC resort. So we have a kitchen and we make full use of that kitchen where we make breakfast every single day. We always have waters and snacks. So I always get groceries delivered to the resort. Um, so the, the service fee is per order and not per bag. Um, but yeah, there's a $6 service charge uh, if you want to have it delivered. But you can still go to Bellhop um, and pick it up for free. So you don't have to worry about that. Katie, does this affect you at all? Not really. I usually don't get anything delivered to the room. Um, this trip around in May, we'll be staying at one of the villas at Wilderness Lodge. And I know we're doing groceries. I don't know how we're doing groceries yet. So Oh, I'll tell you. It, I'll tell you how yeah. you should do it. <laughs> um, but... It doesn't really do anything for me. I'm actually kind of shocked that there wasn't a fee already. <laughs> so doesn't it doesn't really, I don't know, doesn't really change my opinion on anything. I probably would still do it if I knew that I was going to have a, a big order or a bunch of packages delivered. I would have it do it, have it delivered. But I mean, if I'm just sending something from the park to the resort, like if I purchase any merchandise in the gift shop, you can send it from the park to the resort. But I probably would just still go pick it up on my own anyway. So yeah, no, it doesn't really affect me too much. Okay. All right. Yeah. So, so here's how I kind of have uh, food delivered to the resort. If anyone is curious out there, um, so there's a lot of different ways you can do it. There's a, there's a website called garden grocer that they can deliver. It's like a, it's just a store that delivers to the theme parks, but it's a little expensive and it's a little bit too pricey, but so what I do, which works out really great. So, 
Amazon has Amazon Prime. They have a different app called Prime Now. Do you know about this this app? Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay, so if you don't know what Prime Now is, it's pretty much in select areas around the country. It's usually it's like in all the major cities and stuff, and it is in Orlando. But Prime Now is pretty much how you can you can get delivery made to your address the same exact day. So you can order something and then like within a few hours it could show up at your resort. Um, so I use this service to get food delivered to our resort because again, we, we make breakfast every day. We always have snacks, granola bars, because uh, we, we always have a kitchen. So we get coffee, we get like, we have Starbucks coffee delivered. Um, so pretty much what I do, so Katie, I highly recommend you doing this. So mm-hmm. what I do is leading up to my trip, I, I'm actually, I have the app downloaded. I have the resort address already in the app ready to go. So you can find every single resort address online and you want to plug that into your phone, have it all set up and ready to go for you. And then as your trip is coming up, you you want to think about the food that you are, you want to purchase for your trip. So like for me, we always get eggs, we get ketchup, uh, we get maybe cheese, maybe we get like Pam spray or or butter for the pan. Uh, Say we want like a 12 pack of soda, we want a 20 for a pack of water we we put all that we add that into our cart if we want snacks you got chips you got the crackers whatever you need you just you you slowly add that into your cart so by the time uh the the day comes that you need to order it it's all ready to go you don't have to like worry about putting stuff into your cart because it doesn't it only leaves your cart if like they 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 run out of stock or something or if it's just not there anymore uh so there are times where like the day before i left i'm like oh i guess one of my items is gone because of it's out of stock but i just find something else and, and replace it um so you could easily just add these into your cart and now what I do is, as soon as I land in Orlando, the, I turn off airplane mode, and the first thing I do is I go into my app, and I order the food. Then you can choose a, a window of when you want this delivered to your resort. Uh, so with me, I usually do it within like a couple hours because because of um, the Disney's Magic Ex- Express, it takes like a few hours or it maybe takes like an hour and a half to get to the resort. So usually I make it for like two to three hours afterwards. Uh, sometimes the delivery is actually free, but if you want it like super fast, there might be like a small charge. Um, but I always do the free option. I always find out what's what's free, uh, and then within a couple hours, it's ready to go at your resort. And then yeah, bellhop can deliver it directly to your room, um, or you can you can go pick it up. And usually, I have them deliver it to the room because uh, say if we're at Oak Key West, it's a really far walk, and they have carts that can drive them around, so it's just easier <laughs> for them to do it. So I'd gladly, I gladly pay. Oh, excuse me, I gladly would pay the six dollars service charge, but. Um, yeah, I highly recommend doing that, Katie, if you're going to be ordering food for yeah, your room. For sure. I'll definitely have to put that. So I think my, my dad is the one who is uh, going to be doing all of the planning and cooking for all of this. He's the he's the number one planner in the family. So I will have to let him know about this. And I'm sure if he doesn't already know about it, <laughs> he would be interested. It sounds awesome. So yeah. we'll have to keep that in mind. No, it's great. It's 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 super amazing, and especially it's 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 great now because Amazon also has Whole Foods. They own Whole Foods, mm-hmm. so you can get items from Whole Foods and Amazon Prime. So they have a different. They have a large variety of foods now. It's it's getting bigger every time. So nice, very uh, cool. Yeah, more options, but. So yeah, if anyone is interested in doing that, highly recommend Amazon Prime now uh, for delivery service. So, 
All right, so we are kind of running short on time, so, but I'm let's answer one question today. So again, if you want to uh, send in any questions to us, we can answer that for you. Uh, so today it comes from our friend of the show, Jen, who can be found on uh, Instagram at JV521 uh, over there. She asked a couple quick questions. So she asked, uh, what? so we'll go with the first question. What do you think is the most overrated ride? So Katie, I'm going to kind of start with you. <laughs> what do you think is a really overrated ride? Oh man, I feel like my answer is going to annoy a lot of people. Um, the most overrated ride for me right now is Flight of Passage. <laughs> um, and it does, it's not to say that it's not a phenomenal ride. It really is. Um, but I, I, I would never wait more than an hour for it um i think it's just crazy how long the wait times get for it um so maybe not the most overrated ride but that is one that i definitely am okay to skip if i don't get a fast pass for which i know it's your favorite but uh. <laughs> now it's I, I did i just can't i don't know no nah, i completely understand yeah it's I don't think I would wait any, like, I don't think I would wait over an hour at all for mm-hmm. it, but man, I would be really bummed out if I missed it on my trip because it is such a fantastic ride. But yeah, I, I yeah. understand your point though. I, I can, I guess. I don't understand how wait times get so high. It is a really good ride. It is, but it's, I don't know, but I'm also not a big Avatar fan. So that That's probably true. plays into it as well. Um, the other overrated ride that I it was one of the newer rides too that I think I probably wouldn't wait for again um, is the Alien Swirling Saucers. It is super cute, um, but it, it's it's pretty lame. <laughs> um, I I kind of expected more from it. We ended up probably waiting forty five minutes for it, but it did break down while we were in line. Um, so add on you know a couple minutes for that, but it just. I think it would be different, and it will be different when I take my niece there for a little kid for a ride, because it is a cute little kid ride. Um, but I think for me, I I would never wait for that one again. I don't even know if I would ride it with a fast pass again. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I haven't been on it yet. I haven't even seen Toy Story Land, so yeah, it's. I mean, it's cute, but it just it's kind of it kind of just spins you around just very. I don't know. Slowly, I don't know. It's okay. cute. Yeah. Yes, but I don't know. That's overrated. It's overrated to me. I'll, I'll see. I'll check wait times every once in a while. And I'll see it be like an hour wait, and I just think, ugh, no. Gotcha. No. And it's not a long ride either. You're not. You're on there maybe for yeah. a minute. Yeah, I so. heard it's super short. So. Yeah. Yeah. What about you? What's overrated in your mind? So, I'm gonna say Peter Pan. Uh, Peter Pan's fight. Well, I can't mm. say that. Peter Pan's <laughs> flight. Right. That's what it's called. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So. Yeah, I I don't understand why that ride has such a long line every single day. Mm -hmm. I mean, I know it's different than any other dark ride where you're actually in a a ship and you're flying around. Like, that's super neat. I think it's a really cool concept. But to me, it's just crazy that this has, like, an insane line every single day. Like, I I really want to go on it because it's been a really long time since I've gone on it. But... I feel like it's just like way too overrated. Like, come on, guys! It's not like is it that good a ride where it needs like a two-hour wait time every yeah. day? I mean, what? I mean, what are your thoughts? Like, am I am I crazy? No, I agree. I don't. I have never understood why it's a long wait either. But that's more because it's such a quick ride 
then how can like, how can the wait line get so long if it's such a quick ride? I mean, yeah. they should be cycling through people really quickly. Um, and I mean, maybe they have a lot of downtime getting people because it is a, con- a continuous track. So maybe they have to, you know, slow down the track pretty often when you have um, slower people getting on and off. But even that's not going to account for you know, a two hour wait time, but yeah. I know it's really classic and I know Walt, it was, has a lot of Walt imagined things in it. Um, but yeah, I, I would, that's, that is definitely one I do not and have never rode without a fast pass. Right. And I know the queue is supposed to be really cool, but I've never seen the queue because <laughs> not about to, not about to wait in line for it. Um, Same. Without yeah. A fast pass, yeah. I, I mean, I kind of want to wait in the queue just to see it but if the queue was like maybe like a half hour yeah i'll do it but i'm yeah, not gonna but it's wait it's never half an hour <laughs> no exactly so but all right so yeah that's that's my answer so we'll kind of quickly move on to her next question uh and the next one is which ride will you always wait for so i took this one two different ways the first is my favorite ride um is oh gosh i don't know in animal kingdom it's either dinosaur or safari um and so i will always wait for those safari can get pretty long um but it, i think it usually goes pretty fast and i honestly i usually have a fast passport anyway um but i it's definitely one that you gotta hit every time um and then dinosaur is just my my favorite ride so i i'm always gonna ride that no matter what at least once or twice um so those two but then um, I also kind of took into consideration which queues were the coolest. Um, and for that, I really actually like Space Mountain's queue. So they have those little games um, that you can play kind of before you even get into the turnstile place. Um, they have just like big spaceship. I don't even know what they are, but they have little games that you can kind of play as you go along. So if you're in a bind and wait times are all really long, Space uh, Space Mountain is one I could definitely wait for. One, because it's inside in air conditioning. It's actually really freezing in there. I'm always so cold, (laughs) which is a good thing. Um, But then, yeah, it's also interactive once you're playing those games as you're waiting. So that's kind of what I was thinking. What about you? Cool. Yeah, I love the Space Mountain queue, mostly because of the music. It's my favorite Mm -hmm. music. I love it. Uh, ride I'll always wait for. It's actually kind of funny that you say dinosaur because I never get a fast pass for it, but I always wait in line for it. Like, cause mm-hmm. usually the line is only like a half hour, 40 minutes. And to me, that ride is worth it. Um, so I, 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 I that one's the literal, literal answer where I always wait for that ride. Cause I never okay. have a fast pass for it. Um, but if there's, I guess if there's one ride that I'll always wait for is, I would say Haunted Mansion because like mm-hmm. Haunted Mansion or Pirates because I need to make sure that if I don't have a fast pass for it, I need to I need to hit those rides when I'm at Disney no matter what. So if it's like a if it's like a longer wait, it's like I have to I cannot I can't come to Disney and not go on this ride. I have to do it. Um, so I think Pirates and Haunted Mansion will be the two rides that I, I'm always going to wait for. It's just nostalgia. Just I just remember being mm-hmm. a kid and I was loving it and it's just. Those are, when I think of Disney, those are the quintessential rides that, um, now Haunted Mansion is not my favorite ride, but it's going to be my next tattoo that I get. I have a whole idea concepted out that, so it's just like something that's a big part of me and I'll just always wait, wait for that ride. So there you uh, go. Yeah. 
But, all right, so Jen, thank you for the question. And remember, guys, you can send in your questions. We do have a kind of a, a queue of questions that we have to go through, but we don't have a lot of time to answer all of them. So maybe we'll be answering like one or two depending on time. But, all right, so Katie, we are out of time today. But Katie, where can we find you? Well, you can find me over on Instagram. I am at Magically Mootsy. Excellent. And guys, that is going to wrap it up for this week's episode. Make sure you guys are checking us out at accesspresspodcast.com. We have a lot of news stories that are going up there. We posted the new Star Wars trailer. Oh my God, Katie. I know. Did you watch the Star Wars trailer this week? Yes. I I cried after I watched it. <laughs> I, was, I was sitting at my desk at work and I was crying because I was so happy. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I just, Ray is just such a badass. I just, I love her. So. Yeah. I love it so much. I know she is. God, just seeing her. If you guys didn't watch the trailer, I'm sorry, but yeah, just seeing her kind of jump, do that jump thing. I was like, oh my, what? (laughs) Lost my mind. Absolutely lost my mind. Uh, Yeah, the trailer was simply amazing. But um, but yeah, if you guys haven't watched it yet, you could check it out on the website. And like I said, we have a lot of new changes coming. I'm currently still working with our designer on a brand new logo. It's actually coming along really well. Um, we have we're working on a, a, a so we have our logo but we're also working on a mascot so we have a cute little mascot that we're uh, that we're kind of designing as well and it's come along so I'm excited to share that with you guys and Katie maybe uh, maybe after this call I'll give you a little sneak peek yes of, yay yes please yeah I'll give you the, <laughs> it's a concept we're, we're making some changes but I'll give you a little sneak peek so guys make sure you guys are on the lookout for that because we are rebranding our website and our logo coming soon so yeah, we are at accesspresspodcast.com. And if you're not following us on social media, you can find us at Access Press Podcast on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. I should probably just leave Twitter off because I'm just never on Twitter. You know? <laughs> you know yeah, what? I can't help you there. I don't even Twitter. Yeah, I'm really bad at tweeting. So you know what? From now on, it's just Instagram and Facebook. We have a Twitter account. <laughs> Uh, you can follow us there, but hopefully in the future, maybe I can find someone to kind of run our Twitter account because I'm terrible at it. I'm so bad. <laughs> so, but we are very active on Instagram and Facebook. You, if, if you're not following us on Facebook, make sure you do so. We post all of our articles up there as soon as they go live. Uh, we've been having a lot of great content. Uh, it's been a little, a little slow this last week because usually... Uh, I'm the one telling the writers what to write, but I was kind of away on vacation, so I was a little behind on it. But we're getting the back back into the swing of things. All right, and if you guys are not subscribing to the podcast already, make sure you do so on Apple Podcasts, Anchor, uh, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or pretty much however you listen to podcasts. And if you can, please leave a review. It'll really help out the podcast. Um, and then if you guys want to be on the podcast, if you were a previous cast member and you would like to be interviewed, please give us a shout out and we can get you on the show. We are back with another interview with a cast member this Wednesday, so stay tuned for that. Uh, so yeah, if anyone wants to shoot us an email, you can do so at excesspresspodcast at gmail.com. If there are any questions you want to send into the show or if you our cast member and if you want to be on the show just shoot us an email over there and we can get you on and guys i would love to hear from you so you can send us voice messages all you have to do is just use the voice recorder or memo app in your phone send like a one minute message if you have like a question or anything like that send us a message and then email that over to us and we can get that on the show 
All right, guys. Well, thanks for tuning in and for your support of the show. This is Matt and Katie from the Access Press Podcast signing off. Until next time, travelers. We hope to see you next week. And remember to seize the future with excess. Bon voyage.